in the moment. So self-mastery is where in the moment there's a shift inside the emotional space or intellectual space, which is an energetic shift. As, as soon as that shift happens, you detect it and you say, wait, I need to rebalance this. And then that rebalancing effort has to be taken, has to be made. And what is that rebalancing effort? Some breathing, some meditation, some reflection, stopping the discussion with someone for a while, going into a different room, reflecting on it, thinking about it, having a clear vision, and then going from there. And then once you are more internally in sync, then clearly, carefully respond and have the discussion or conversation. So that way, you do not wind up creating any energy uh, leakage. Our goal is to stop energy leakage. This is the main goal. Just just like how you have, just like how you have a, um, you know, just like how you have a bank account and you don't want it to be drained out, leaked out by, by people stealing that away or some fraudulent activity going on. You know, you don't want that to happen. Or every five minutes, $5 is withdrawn from your checking account. Would you like that? Of course not. Nobody, nobody, even if you're a multimillionaire, you wouldn't want that to happen. And so that's the point. That similarly, we have our internal energy reservoir. We need to conserve it. Can we conserve it? Utilize it, transform it, not leak it out. And if we leak it out, and that's where all the all the negative emotion, negative experiences come about. Emotion can be very positive. Then you're using in a good way this energy it grows. Positive emotion makes your energy grow. Negative emotion contracts your energy and destroys it. A conflict will destroy energy. A disagreement with a even even with, with a disagreement disagreement without conflict increases energy. Wait a minute, say that. <laughs> Con- conflict damages energy. Right. But disagreement without conflict increases energy. Disagreements are going to happen yeah. in life. Difference of opinion, different perspectives are all part of life. But that doesn't Do mean I there has to be. <laughs> What's that again? Should I believe that? Well, it's possible, yeah, it's possible, it's possible to disagree yeah. without conflict. Right. It's possible to disagree without conflict. And when there's disagreement to take the proper steps to try to come to some agreement, if there isn't an agreement, you say, okay, we agree to disagree, then you kind of have to always keep attention on your own internal energies to make sure it doesn't get dis- disturbed in that disagreement. So when disagreement happen, you find a way to resolve it. Sometimes somebody has to make a decision, like going for a trip or whatever. Somebody has to decide. You know, who, if the two people are in an equal position, they might just agree to disagree and just leave it at that. You know, you make some, some decision somewhere and somebody has to give in in that situation. But, but, but so it, it's real. You really need to have a conversation. Yes. Someone. That's the whole point that the conversations the conversations would be much more productive if there is no conflict or dislike. Disagreement without dislike. Disagreement without conflict. Disagreement without um, imposing one on the other. Disagreement without energy damage. Disagreement without emotions 
getting very energized due, due to the ego and then now it becomes a conflict between multiple or uh, between two two people you know so all of that stops when that's hard work <laughs> what's that again it's hard work did you say it's hard work <laughs> it's hard work <laughs> you know what's really hard it seems like that i certainly understand what's really hard is what we usually do but that seems but we're so much in that modality that is that is the difficulty that humanity has this actually what that we're talking about it it needs it, we need to first understand that this is possible and if it's possible then to say yeah this is what i want i'm not going to create a disturbance inside of of my of my space that's it there could be disagreements there could be issues going i mean look even even things like wars and famine and terrible things that we see on tv we have, may have strong emotion of compassion we have those emotions but at the same time if we get lost in those problems we damage our internal energy we cannot the damaged internal energy is not going to solve those problems it doesn't mean one is callous and one is careless no in fact your sensitivity is increased a lot but you do something for the problem that you can do maybe you give some donation maybe you do some prayer maybe you join an organization you do something if you feel strongly about it you do something about it and if you cannot do anything about it you kind of wish good for for them and leave it alone but you cannot damage your internal power because of the outside problem it, it it's it's like it's like a heart surgeon a heart surgeon or a neurosurgeon or a kidney surgeon is seeing a patient they've done all the diagnosis they've done everything ready to go they have to do the surgery but they say you know what while i'm doing the surgery i'm going to start doing surgery on myself too i want to start cutting my chest open too while i'm cutting th- this person open does that make any sense can they do that can a surgeon say i'm going to operate on myself i'm going to open open up my chest while i'm opening my patient's chest that's what we do we see somebody else that is suffering and we begin to suffer too rather than our so we so we see somebody suffering we we want to resolve the suffering by our by creating our own suffering yeah i think we've well, so right? many's talked about that before yes that's the by creating your own suffering is not going to resolve somebody else's suffering Right. What's right. going to resolve somebody else's suffering is you being stable, clear, make becoming stronger actually, not weaker. But you see how our our how our inner space, our ego, our ego sense, our mind, it it identifies with that suffering outside and it suffers. It's called identification. Our mind is always in identification. It identifies with something outside and then it suffers, or it identifies with something outside and it and it and it it reacts that way. It laughs, or you will laugh, or this or that. You know, the, the enjoyments of life, they are, they are internal, external, are always connected. But we can deliberately choose not to move into a space of suffering because there's suffering outside. We can deliberately choose to evolve out of that. It, it doesn't mean you're like non-reactive. No, there, there is a effect. There is a reaction. There is a, there is a response. Let's put it this way. Not, right. not so much a reaction, but there's a response. That's the right response. 
but it but it's it's not a response that is creating creating more trouble for your for yourself and see this is this is what's really interesting i mean even even if you take something like let's say watching different movies or different shows and on tv you know it has so much of an impact on the inner world you have to decide what do we want to put inside the inner world now there are so many movies and tv shows amazon and all these things are you know netflix it's just endless amount of stuff is just out there endless it's like an ocean of stuff and you yeah. can just get lost in it you know but one has to decide what to input inside the mind just as we don't put garbage inside our mind we don't put de- decayed food inside our mind or or i mean in uh, in uh, inside our body we don't eat stale and rotting food we eat fresh cooked proper kind of food and that's going to nourish our body well, what about our mind mind is what a trash can you see so this is the point and and when you start putting all of that kind of stuff just which is stimulative inside the brain the mind is going to keep thinking about that and reacting to that that's what it's going to do it's like a computer the computer is not going to going to display anything that's not programmed in it similarly whatever we put inside our minds is what it will reflect it's up to us to decide what we want to input inside our mental system now obviously become becoming totally isolated is not what i'm talking about and and uh can you hear me yeah and not and not just running after just more and more sense in sense gratification is not what we're talking about we're talking about pulling this together that there is the right kind of balance the best interaction for the for the development of the individual the individual develops with the best kind of interaction rather than isolation or over over interaction isolation is not going to work that's not a solution a person cannot live that way there's no life actually and over interaction too much interaction hyper interaction is also problematic you see so what are we left with we want the best quality of interaction whether it's between you and your husband you and the food that you're eating whether it's between me and my family me and the work you know whatever the interaction is what is the best quality of it that's the question and that goes right back to what we were just talking about that the disagreements differences of opinion can all occur without dislike without blaming anybody without getting into a conflict without shifting your emotions and getting them whacked out you know and and getting into crying spells and i mean all that stuff is because of the me that is not getting what it wants and then to realize that the me has the only real purpose of the me is to is for survival that this is the me and this is not the me and that difference allows us to survive and experience the material world but it 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 is not there to generate conflict inside and to damage energy inside which is what it does we can change that we can say the me is there i mean for example i'm staying in this room right now this is my room here so i have all kinds of stuff in here i can say this is mine you know i'm not going to allow anybody else to take these things so so there is a there is a certain boundary that the me creates for 
living in this world. Now, if we were living in some different kind of a system where everything just belonged to everybody and people were just shifting around and nothing belonged to anybody actually, in theory, that's a diff whole different kind of life or something like that. That's not even something we can we, we think about like that, some utopian world. We don't live in that world. We live in, we live in a world where we have money, we have different deeds, different properties are owned by different people. That's the kind of world we live in. You know, there's, there's a constant struggle for survival. There's a constant struggle to get money from here, from there. It, 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 this is the world we have. We don't live in a utopian world. So, it would be so, better if everybody owned everything. Well, I mean, it, 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 uh, Fair. Fair. It, it, at least in theory, it, if, if everyone, if all of humanity said that we are one people, and we, even though we may have ownership and all that, but but it's but we you know but we are allowing ourselves to share our ex experiences, our wealth, our talents. We're not setting up the structure of me versus the you. I, I I'll give you an example, and there are some theories about this by philosophers. Take college education that I mentioned to you before. There's so much, you know, fee for that. So much competition, but if we eliminated that made it available without charge to everybody from elementary school to postdoctoral education every all education is free if it was actually d done that that way the whole society will evolve further even though there's money and there's systems and all that but now you're getting educated you're doing it because you want to want to serve humanity you want to help others you want to do the best you can in your career and you take the money factor out of it, the position, power and struggle. You put all that stuff out of it, you have, some, you have something tremendous. You have people who are doing those jobs because they're in, innately motivated as opposed to motivated just because of money or, or finance or how much paycheck and then that, because that sets up the strata. I think I think the theories like communism and all that try to think talk about things like that, but it doesn't work. Because human nature is not evolved to something like that, everybody has to evolve to want that. It, 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 otherwise, it doesn't work, and that's why communism failed. And com there was no real communism anyway. It was more like an uh, uh, oligarchy and all that. You know, even even these experiments with communes, they don't work very well because there's no motivation left. The ego is what pro provides motivation for uh, uh, for uh, for who we are, and unless we Unless humanity at a mass level evolves beyond it, it will remain just like this. You know, it's very interesting. There's a lot of philosophers who've talked about this. Very fascinating. Maybe we'll get into that I, next year. I'm gonna I'm gonna set up these more in depth uh, um, these these exploratory sessions on these ideas about what the different philosophers and psychologists and other people have said and where we stand on that. You know, mm -hmm. but I think the place to begin is to begin in your home. If we say that this is our home, we family unity, keep the finances intact, keep our, keep our energies intact, keep our relationship intact, I think that's that is a very good place to begin. And if you, can, if you can do that there, then other people in the family can eventually catch that, catch that and say, oh, we want to do this also. So, so, so my perspective in this is to fix the families. If you fix the families the world can eventually evolve further. We don't know what the world is going to do. We have no idea. But we can start from where we are, which is in our families. Yeah, well, I believe that. Yeah, but the way we fix our families is by fixing ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it always goes back to, to the me that has to transform itself. 
Sounds good, Miss Debbie. So I will pick up next time. So, so what I'd like you to do this week, uh, during this week, is to try to really capture the energy deflection. Energy gets deflected. Energy gets tr- twisted, turns. Capture it and reset it. Capture it and reset it. In the moment, you'll notice it, that, it, that it's happening. And as soon as you capture it, you can reset it. Okay. All right. So we'll pick up next week, Monday at 10 o'clock. Okay. Okay. Um, Do you have any questions or anything, any comments that you'd like to make? No, no. So right. it, this is like a, it's a master key. It is a master key that opens all the doors. Mm-hmm. The master key, you have the master key. I have the master key. We have to just know how to, we have to learn how to use it. Learn if if, you, if, it. if yeah. you have a 10,000 room hotel with all different kinds of suites in there, and if you have one key that opens all of them, but you don't know that you have the key, that's a problem. Then you try to search. You have to, you're holding trying to find ten thousand keys. That's a that's a problem. And if you, and even if you have a master key and you don't recognize it as a master key, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. And if you have the right master key and you recognize it as a master key, but you don't know how to use the master key, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. If you have the master key, you recognize it as a master key, <laughs> and you, and you know how to use the master key, but you but you do not use the master key deliberately, that's a problem. That's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> well put. <laughs> it's a master. It, it is a key that opens all the doors, which is simply mm-hmm. the energy is keeping energies intact, and stopping the leakage, transforming. It's all energy conservation, energy transmutation. That's the master key. Keeping attention on energy leakage is the real master key. If you can stop the energy leakage, all the other doors will open. Mm-hmm. Everything opens when the energy leakage stops. But one must know what is energy leakage, how to detect energy leakage, how to stop energy leakage, when to what to do with the leaked energy, how to, how to bring it back inside. All of that is your internal mastery through meditation, reflection, religious practice, through your exercises, uh, all of the different foods and other things that we... All of that is part of this energy leakage question. Right? Is, is it clear to you? Yeah, yeah. All right, wonderful, wonderful. If it's clear to you, at least intellectually, what I'm asking you to do is to apply this starting right now and not move back from that. Apply it, internalize it, keep readjusting yourself throughout the week. Mm-hmm. And you will see what happens. You will see the state that you're in. It's not like a result, like we're done with it. It's not like a, it's an evolution. It's an evolution for, for like a plane taking off. It's just a takeoff like this. Further and further you capture. How is it like sometimes I feel stronger and I can grab hold yeah. and sometimes I can't? It's because you are still in the beginning stages <laughs> of, that, of that. That's why. Self-mastery is not a small thing. It's a very big thing. But because you're still in the beginning stages of it, that's why this goes back and forth. That's going to happen. Don't worry about it too much. Come back to it. Look, sometimes there's a lot of regret over, over, over things that have happened. Leave that also. Don't waste energy in that. Just keep energy and making it better each time. And, and that it's, it's, it's the plane taking off. We want to get to a stage where just like a plane that takes off, you know, it doesn't come down again very quickly. 
It, that would be a terrible thing. So it, it, we want a steady takeoff so that it captures height. And then it just stays at a cruising altitude. You know, so it's similarly, it's like that. It's our energy that our life gets to a cruising state. We can see everything from all sides. You know, that's the beauty. Like, or like a helicopter taking off. As it gets, a helicopter can go vertical like this. You, you see? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it's like a vertical takeoff. So that's another analogy. You got a key analogy, you have a helicopter analogy, you have a plane analogy. <laughs> it all works. It all, it all works. works, right? <laughs> now listen, maybe I will not meet you next Monday. Okay, sure, no problem. You want to skip? Oh, because of the holidays and all, yeah. Well, and we may go yeah, just, to Virginia. J- just text me. If, if, if you want to meet, it's fine. If you can meet, otherwise we'll meet the following Monday. No problem. Okay. Very good. Miss Debbie, thank you very much. It's been a tremendous experience for me also. Thank you, thank you for spending thank you. the time to, time to do this. If you don't have these conversations, usually people don't have them like, like this. You know, so. Okay. All right. Take care, okay? All right. Okay. Okay, Happy bye. holidays. Happy holidays. Bye. Take care. Sure. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye.